I see a clinic full of cynics Who want to twist the people's wrists They're watching every move we make We're all included on their list The lunatics have taken over the asylum The lunatics have taken over the asylum Go nuclear, the cowboy told us And who am I to disagree? Cause when the madman flicks the switch The nuclear will go for me The lunatics have taken over the asylum The lunatics have taken over the asylum As for the best leaders the people do not notice their existence The next best the people honor and praise. The next the people fear. And the next the people hate. But when the best leaders work is done, the people say, we did it ourselves. I see the faces of starvation. But I just cannot see the point. Cause there's so much food here today. That no one wants to take away. The lunatics have taken over the asylum. The lunatics have taken over the asylum. The lunatics have taken over the asylum. The That was Funboy 3 with the Lunacy Legacy. I just got a new phone, so sorry if that was a little bit of a rough fade there. I'm just trying to figure out my turntable and my new phone, how to turn it on, turn it off. I did the switch from the Galaxy to the iPhone. Cool. Um, How you guys doing? I am surviving this uh, in-shelter it's been very interesting. I um, have been very lucky that my clients have been very generous and they've helped me out a lot. And I actually was able to get through the unemployment process. Um, the second round for uh, for independent contractors is pretty good. And I got some uh, stimulus package, so that's good. I am trying to figure out how to continue on with the hair and I'm working real hard. And I think you guys are gonna like where I'm headed. I'm uh, working out some details with some really fun things right now, so I'll keep you guys posted on that. I drove up to Reno and checked out a really cool mobile hair salon, 
and uh, it was super cool, and it was a super fun trip all by myself. I couldn't even bring the little Paco because he had hurt his back, so my friend Matt had watched him for me, and uh, yeah, and then just came back, and I've been doing some um, hilarious uh, video haircuts. <laughs> you know, just it just it's so funny just how much it changes. People just want to get that fucking hair off their head and they're like, Well, all right, well that looks fucked up. Okay, here I go. Um so I'm I'm pretty sure there's probably gonna be some sort of coffee book uh coffee book, coffee table book about um maybe um these haircuts of twenty twenty. Um and they're gonna be hilarious. And um probably some of mine will make it in there. Uh, the colors have gone good though. And in the haircuts have gone good from the front, you know, the new, uh, technical term is, uh, you know, what, what are you doing here? What are we going for? Are you doing at home video conference? Yes. Okay. The back doesn't matter. All right. We'll just do the front. So everybody has a mullet right now. Um, and, uh, that oh, just the, I'm going to, the, we used to call this the, um, the Clarence palace. And, uh, now it's just, you know, I'm just going to call it the COVID Casa Crazy Town. Um, you guys know my crazy neighbors. So we have uh, Gladys slash Flores and uh, George slash Fred. And things have just gotten completely bananas here as always. And then also in this awesome, you know, time of crisis and trying to in shelter, shelter in place, and try not to get in touch with your neighbors, but Gladys has gone on a full-blown rampage, and she's just running up and down the stairs trying to clean everything, so she's touching everything, and, uh, George, um, slash Fred got sick, and, um, we thought that, uh, everybody had said, he's been coughing, and he's not doing good, and I didn't hear the coughing, so I didn't want to, I didn't want to get on the bandwagon of, like, you know, I didn't know if he really was sick and, um, I wait to hear the facts first. So I just kind of did not get involved in that conversation. And then, uh, he did say he felt like he had gotten COVID. He felt like he had gotten sick enough and he went to, um, well, long story short, he went to the hospital. Um, his kidney started to fail. So he went to the hospital, definitely thought he had it and they thought he did too. So they put him in the COVID ward for three days and treated his kidney failure and he made it back. Um, he's 71. I can't believe he's made it just this long. Um, with everything that he's had, he just survived bladder cancer a couple years ago. And then he had this. And, um, also we found out that our neighbors had gotten it too. So, um, it's really hot in my neighborhood. So George came back from the hospital and he said, I tested negative. So I'm okay. And we're like, well, that being said, you were in the COVID ward for three and a half days. So you have now been exposed. You must self-quarantine. And he decided no. And so he went and took all of his hoard because he has a hoarding issue and just brought it all out of the hallway, touched every single fucking thing in the apartment downstairs, building doors, halls, plants, hoses, just everything that we fucking touch. So... Um, and then you have Gladys running up and down the stairs with her mopping and cleaning. And, um, so then we just had a bunch of people on the stairs and one being just came home from general, um, COVID ward. So, and refuses to self quarantine, wear a mask or gloves. So back inside the house, I go, <laughs> um, that's fine. I can't wait to get out of this fucking apartment building. 
And uh, it's not fun to try and quarantine with people that you just can't negotiate with because they're just not all there. So that was this week. And now we're just sort of enjoying ourselves inside. That's why it was so nice to go to Reno. So I have um, quarantined myself to my um, my apartment and my car. And, um, if I, and I, I did get a new phone, so I had to wear a face mask and do the gloves and do the whole thing, um, to be careful. And I will say that the people at T-Mobile were very, very cautious and they did not let more than two people at a time get service. So they, they are definitely doing their job as far as the social distancing goes. And, um, it's just starting to fall apart. It's, I can tell people are just starting to starting to just get antsy. Uh, I noticed that the Napper Tandy, they've been doing liquor to go. And just basically last night and the Friday before, it's just a happy hour. And there's just like 15 people on the street corner with no masks on because they're drinking and they're outside with their margaritas and they're all sitting on the cor- standing on the corner. Uh, so you, then you can't get around the corner because they're all on it and they're, and they're they're They have no masks on. And, I just don't know how to put it to people. Like I have people that um, th- my neighbors next door are positive and they are sick um, and they're recovered, but they had it. So it's, it is in the mission up your fucking ass. People get your fucking heads on fucking straight. It doesn't matter if, if you think that you, you're being really good and you can, you can go sit there and just take off your mask. Or the other thing that was really awesome was a chick in um, Casa Guadalupe was talking to her friend and she was she had her mask she pulled her mask off but kept it at a distance so distance so she had like it pulled off the mask like elastic pulled and was talking to her friend because she was tired of talking and it muffling her face which is exactly what people are going to do um, I'm seeing so many people with their masks around their chins um, come on I mean. And they talk about wearing gloves. It doesn't fucking matter if you have a pair of gloves on if you touch everything. I used to work in a tattoo shop. And if you have gotten a tattoo in a tattoo shop, you've seen if somebody had to answer the phone themselves, which maybe a lot of people now don't see that. But if you got a tattoo and somebody was the only one working the shop and they were tattooing you, they went through about eight sets of fucking gloves to do one tattoo. Every time the phone rang, they had to take off the glove, answer the phone with the bare hand, put a new glove back on. If they fucking accidentally cross-contaminated, they had to take the glove off again. It is so constant. There's a full garbage can full of gloves by the time you're done getting tattooed. So also, like, if we do all of this, we're just on a fast track of, like, Plasticville, Earth. So, you know, if it's not going to kill us in the virus, it's going to kill us one way or another. Not to be super negative, but, you know, it just sucks to slowly sit in your apartment and watch it all go down. So I'm trying to be really positive. I'm excited about the new possibilities of figuring out how to keep my clients safe and um, and carry on and hopefully, you know, get to hang out with my friends again. But if we live in a neighborhood where it is rampant, we have to be so careful. And I just, I saw... The other thing, I just want to say, like, are you fucking kidding me, you people? And it's funny because it's usually the young people. And I understand that, like, you know, you don't think you're going to get it. But these guys were like making out, but they kept their masks on, which made me laugh. I mean, actually, it would have been 
I'm way more insulted by the chick that like pulled her mask off to talk to her stupid fucking friend. But the people that were making out with masks on, they were just like, Oh, I just can't not touch you. I just can't, I can't not touch you. Like public display of affection on 18th and Valencia. And I was just like, you're making out. And at first I thought, what are you doing? Oh, you have masks on. You're so fucked that whatever. I don't even know. Okay. And then I kept driving. That was like at 19th. And then I had to go to the T-Mobile. So I got to 18th and this, this, was amazing there was this guy and he had like you know he's probably six feet tall and he had dreadlocks and they were very coiffed and he was very well dressed I mean he had like very nice jeans on nice shirt like and the dreads were very well done um and he had them in a giant braid down to his ankles so the braid started at the top of his head at about 12 inches wide and then it worked its way down to probably about four inches at the bottom and it was just like maybe an inch and a half above the sidewalk as he walked and definitely the soles of his feet hit it and it flopped around i was like dude (laughs) why the fuck would you walk down valencia street going towards mission street on 17th with dreadlock ankle hair (laughs) i was just so blown away by that um i mean you can't wash that shit it's in there for fucking life the shit the lice the fungus the fucking funk of 17th and valencia down to 17th and mission in your dreadlock is so fucking gross so gross and what do you do with that at night what do you do with that at night and he's you know, it wasn't a mud flap, which I don't know what you know what a mud flap is, but a mud flap is a, a unidread. It's just like a flap, you know, of knotted hair. Um, amazing. I mean, probably not from here, but it just blew my mind. But then again, now that I think about that, I did see a guy one time, a taxi driver that had dreads like that, and he let them hang out the cab when he drove, and they kind of dragged on the street. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? So today was kind of one of those days like, what the fuck are you fucking thinking? You know, um, making out with masks on. Okay, whatever. I don't know. And, um, you know, dreadlocks down to your ankles on Mission Street. Valencia to Mission. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then why do you pull your mask off to talk? Just shut the fuck up and get your groceries and get the fuck out. Just like me. I'm sorry. I probably said fuck like a million times, but... Um, this is to that point. This is how it is. But I am having a good time. And uh, Paco and I go to the park in the mornings and just chill out. He got sick. We had to take him to the vet. And that was like a very new experience. It's just uh, you can't go in. And I, I go to Daly City, so there's nobody out and around. So it looks really weird when you just uh, drive up to this strip mall and hand your dog off to a stranger and then somebody calls you on the phone and you have a conversation about what's wrong with them so uh but he came out fine and his back's doing better so that's good so we're all doing good over here um and uh it's looking like for hair they're talking august um and I, i that might go sooner than later we'll see uh in the meantime i've actually uh trying to enjoy just you know not having to work and uh enjoy being present and enjoy nature enjoy the beautiful sky without a million fucking lift drivers out there um and uh 
and just, you know, appreciate what, what we have and how lucky we are that, um, that we were able to get a little stimulus package to kind of get a minute to get our heads together and maybe remember that, yeah, you got a stimulus package. It's not, um, it's not a way to, you know, figure out a way to make more money. Like they're, they're, they're paying us to stay fucking home people. That's how it is. It's fucking unfortunate, but it's what they're doing. So if you can't, get some side scratch safety safely, then don't bother. Um, Cause it's counterproductive and uh, I, Oh, I have a spy. Um, my friend Rachel moved to Arizona and they started opening up everything. So, uh, you know, it's not the same for them. It's a little different. And uh, she got her hair done today and they didn't do shit. And she said people were walking in, you know, without masks, like, you know, asking if they could get a haircut from the receptionist. And so that's contaminating people. Um, Yeah, it didn't sound uh, it didn't sound like what they said that they wanted us to do in California. So let's see what happens to Arizona. I heard that um, Georgia's not doing that great with their reopening process. So um, we'll see. Um, I'm trying to think of more like positive news because I felt like there was just more positive things to to talk about. I I mean, I guess the fact that going up to Reno was really fun and looking at the trek was really fun. And uh, maybe, you know, sewing my dress for my 50th birthday was really fun. And learning how to try to start a mobile business has been really fun. If anybody knows how to find out how people um, find out who the owners of parking lots are, if you know anything about that, talk to me because that's a whole new ball game in itself. But other than that, I think it's going to succeed. I'm feeling really good about it and I'm enjoying the time off. I'm enjoying being creative and I really appreciate um the phone calls when I can talk to people and uh I just uh I just I just hope that we can get through this in a in a timely manner and uh, eventually we got to go outside people. That's I mean, but let's do it right. And I don't know what that really means, except that just don't be an asshole. And be aware that there's other people out there, not just you. And uh, I heard other good news, too. Like, all these people that worked at Twitter were just like, you know what? If I'm going to work from home and I can't enjoy the greatness of, like, standing in line for an hour and a half to get my latte in Hayes Valley, then why am I living here? And they're moving. They're moving. So that's nice. That's real good. Um, And I think a lot of people are going to follow that. They're not going to pay $5,000 just to sit in some fucking condo south of market. So we might get our city back when we do get back. And uh, that's positive. I'm really stoked on that. So, and I'm stoked to be alive and I'm stoked to be healthy. And I'm stoked that fact that I'm going to have a job when I get out of here. People are going to want to get their hair cut and I'm going to find out a way. And we're going to want to have dinner and we're going to want to go have drinks and we're going to figure this out. We are. We're going to figure this out. And um, and I just hope that people are just really aware that greed is what got us here in the first place. We have a gutted government and they're not helping us out. And uh, they're throwing money in the worst places ever. And I'm so glad that we do have some people checking us, you know, checking out for us, like looking out for us, like, you know, we got a good Gavin. He's good. He's all right for now. He's funny. 
Trust me, I had to listen to the governor of Washington State because I'm checking in and everything with my family. And that guy is so boring. I want to die. You just listening to him talk is just like. <sighs> so it's kind of nice that Gavin has that sort of sexy, gravelly voice. Um, and I was watching Saturday Night Live and they were joking about that. Like, oh, no, it was somebody else. It was Bill Maher. And he was joking that, like, all these women are dreaming about sexy Gavin. I'm like, oh, no, I never thought of Gavin as, like, sexy because everybody knows, like, in San Francisco that he was our mayor. Uh, he was the first one to legalize gay marriage in a city. Um, and that was rad. It was kind of funny. People got married, like, three and four times, my clients, because between the city and the federal law, they just kept getting married every time to make sure it would stick. I think third or fourth time was the charm, but uh, he had brown hair and it was kind of long and greasy. It wasn't sexy. And uh, he got in a lot of trouble for uh, cheating on his wife with his best friend. And just he had he, he had a lot of like problems here. Um, he did a lot of great things, too. But uh, one time, you know, and I'm thinking, I don't think that Gavin's much. I'm like, whatever that did. Whatever. And then. uh it was probably like four years ago. I had my Honda. I had my 1985 silver Honda Elite parked in Hayes Valley. So cool. Like in 2016. Yeah, it was. I think it was 2016. And he was on his cell phone right in front of my scooter. So I had to kind of be like, excuse me, Gavin. Oh, thanks. Oh. You know, walking around my scooter. And he's like, oh, sorry. And he's, on, you know, looking at his phone. And he picks up the phone. Oh, I'm in Hayes Valley. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, when you see him in real life and he has the gray hair and it doesn't have grease in it. Yeah, he's fucking cute. So I was like, oh, Gavin. And then uh, the other night I had a dream because I, I think that just like having that Bill Maher, like, you know, say that. And then you have the weirdest dreams the next night. And I dreamt that... Um, that he was at a party and, and it was so funny and he was there and he's like talking to somebody and then he bent over you know and like but it wasn't like a, I mean not that there ever would be a sexy bent over it was like a real bend over and he bent over and his like his like you know his pants were kind of worn out and he had these like maroon like um faux satin boxer shorts like kind of wearing through the um the pants <laughs> and that was my dream like how funny was that i was like oh wow wow guys wow his pants are really worn out i can see his boxers and that was my dream how fucked up was that but i think lately everybody's having like you know there's so much weirdness going on with just being out of your cycle so you're gonna have really fucked up dreams uh and then when my neighbor george had gone crazy too i had a dream that he um knocked on my back door and like opened the door and tried to kill me <laughs> I was like, fuck, I have to get out of here. I really do have to get out of this apartment building. Um, I'm really stoked, though, because the book's almost done. So I think that uh, hopefully if I get out of here and can move away, I can really have some awesome insight to it um, on just how insane this place actually really is. So um, that's good. I think that... uh, we're going to get through this. Um, it's kind of crazy. There was uh, my neighbor um, downstairs. She has a daughter and they had self-quarantined somewhere else for the last uh, eight weeks. But now they came back here and it was so quiet. But now we have a five-year-old, well, four-year-old in the house. And 
she screams and screams and screams and the mom screams. So, and I think they have a dog down there now. So that's the latest addition. Gladys is in full form. She has red, white, and blue Crocs on right now, and it's totally hilarious, but very scary. So if I see her coming, she also still is taking our packages. So, yeah. I just go the other way. At least we have two entrances from the street. All right, you guys. I hope you're taking care. I hope you're staying safe. And if you are going crazy with something to watch, I recommend The Deuce. That was really good. Um... I really liked it a lot. And the Fantastic Fungi, that's really good. I, I recommend that. Um, also, there's a really good documentary called Outside the Box, and it's about people with dyslexia. And actually, Gavin Newsom is on there talking about his dyslexia. So check that out. All right, you guys. Take care.